Welcome to Psychic Circus. I'm your host, Dr. Lars Dingman. Got a fantastic show lined up for you today. We're here every week on iHeartRadio, Premier Networks. Also here on Facebook Live, coming to you live from Los Angeles in our studio here, high above the 405-101 interchange, the most clogged, crowded interchange uh, in the country. It's like the worst. If, if it was a heart, it would need a bypass. But we're safe and we're inside. You can reach me at iTunespsychic.com, iTunes Psychic on Facebook, and iTunes Psychic on the Twitter. I appreciate all the phone calls and uh, not the phone calls, but the emails and the texts and things to the website. Uh, someone, uh, Dr. Dave in New York, sent me this. It's the all-seeing uh, eye. It's a, uh, a, a mystical uh, totem, an icon uh, from uh, the Egyptian tradition uh, from thousands of years ago. It represents the all-knowing, all-being, uh, the universe, which, as we all know, is in constant contact with us through our smartphones. And I am able to decode what the smartphones are telling us by virtue of the three songs that you most recently heard randomly. And from those song titles, I'm able to tell you what your future will hold. Simple as that. All the world is vibration. All the universe is vibration. Vibration is all. And because of that, I'm able to use these song titles to see your future. We'll start with our first caller, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. What are your three songs, Stephen? All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Up All Night by Slaughter. Okay. No One's Gonna Give You Love by My Jerusalem. Okay. And Listen to Your Love by Mona. Up All Night, No One's Gonna Give You Love and Listen to Your Love by Mona. Correct. Which is what you're doing usually uh, when you're doing the love. Up all night, no one's going to give you love. Listen to your love. It sounds to me, Stephen, like you are in a tumultuous period uh, with your personal love life. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, right now. Right, Yeah, right now. That's, that's pretty accurate. Uh, I'm seeing um, a lot of... Uh, you're in a relationship right now? I am. Yeah, but there's a lot of friction. Yes, there is. Uh, 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 outward screaming and yelling and also subliminal tension all the time. Yeah, for the last probably six weeks or so. Yeah, I was going to say six. I didn't know if it was six months or six uh, weeks. Uh, and it's starting to wear on you. That's what this is. Up all night. Even if you're asleep. Yes. Your subconscious is churning, churning, churning with this... Uh, anxiety and this uh, white noise. No one's going to give you love. You don't need a degree to figure that out. <laughs> True. And then listen to your love. Now, that could be interpreted two ways. One is if you have a love or a lover and they say something to you, uh, listen to them. But it also could mean, and this is what I think it does mean, your love being the center of your soul or your being. And that's what the universe communicates with. Not so much right. your 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 conscious intellectual id but the true 
your true essence, your love, your love center, right? And I think what your love center is saying is that this relationship is over. Oh, man, that's heavy. That's heavy. Are you married or just dating? No, just dating. Just dating. Been together on and off about three years. Yeah. But the last six to eight weeks has been uh, rife with tension and uh, it it hasn't been enjoyable. No, I, I lost a job about three weeks ago, and that's been, you know, that's been a struggle. Yeah. And well, that's you know, another that's another thing. I was going to get to that with your 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 business life as well. You're up all night. You're being consumed. I'm seeing. Have you ever seen uh, the 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 video of the guy with a thousand bees on his face? Uh, I think so. Yeah. You know, it's like an old black and white thing. And yeah. It, it's yeah. like he's being consumed by the bees, but he just stands there. And that's the visual, that's the movie I'm seeing playing in my head when I hear these three songs. You're up all night, you're being consumed with this anxiety, both on the job front and on your personal front. But you're going to get another job. Uh, I see that in four, uh, uh, I'm hoping that's four weeks. It feels like four weeks, not four months. That you'll have... You'll have That'd be great. I got I got four months severance, so that's that's pretty okay. Good. Well, that's what I was seeing. I, uh, you're cu- basically you're safe for four four months. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm safe exactly. And, and before that's over, uh, I'm seeing that you'll have another source of income, another another gravy train. So oh, that's fantastic. Uh, that is not going to be an issue. But what? And it's going to fix itself. But th- this relationship is not going to fix itself. Uh, you have to fix it. Well, that's good. She's on her way over here right now. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll sit her down and and have a have a nice long talk with her. I think that's the key. Communication is the key. And perhaps you don't know. Uh, uh, did you do? I, I'm I'm not seeing that you di- you didn't cheat on her, did you? No, no, absolutely not. Nothing like that. It's it's mostly been just from from the job thing, and and we live. You know, we 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 live in Southern California, and even though we're only twenty miles apart, we're about an hour away. So, right, yeah. Um, she doesn't want to come here. I don't want to go there, and so that's always kind of an issue. Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a map, uh, like the the maps on your phone with all the right. lines of the road, and I'm seeing those ro- those lines strangling you. Absolutely, like, I, I I I sat in an hour of traffic last night just to go hang out for. You know, an hour or two. Yeah. It's just not worth it to me. Yeah, and I, I, I just, uh, I mean, uh, I'm not saying that you should break up with her. I'm saying right. that you should talk to her and at least uh, put on the table the possibility that uh, things need to change in a radical manner. Yeah, and, and quickly. Well, man, that's, that's great advice. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. That's what the, it's not me, it's the universe uh, telling you. And the, the ironic thing is... This is uh, nothing. You know this yourself already. Right, right. This is the universe saying, yes, your gut instincts are correct. You, uh, when you listen to your love, when you listen to yourself, when you listen to the universe, Stephen, the answers are always there. We may not like them, but the actual answers are there, and you need to have the strength and the, the uh, belief and respect for yourself to act on what you know to be true. And this you know to be true. Absolutely. Thanks so much. All right. Well, good luck. Let us know uh, All right. Let us know how it shakes out. You got it, buddy. Thank uh, you. All right. Thank you, Stephen. You know, lots of times people, 
stay in relationships or stay in jobs that they know are not right for them because eh, it's better than no relationship or no job. But it's not. If you're unhappy, if you're uh, being strangled by streets, that's a pretty powerful sign that you need to change something. Right? I've never been strangled by a map. But I'm seeing Stephen being strangled by the 405 and the 101 and the 110 and the 3 and the 2 and the 605. 605's trying to kill him. So what the universe does as life unfolds randomly for us all, seemingly randomly, is gives you road signs along the way of your life. You're on the right path. You're on the wrong path. And all we have to do is listen to be uh, illuminated and understand where we should be going. So it's all about listening and understanding yourself. Let's see uh, how our next caller is on that score. John, welcome to the program. Hi, guys. How are you doing? We're doing great. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Trying my best. Where are you calling from? Valencia, California. Beautiful. Valencia Orange is one of my favorite for juicing. What are your three songs? Uh, okay, well, I called in because the, the th- three songs that just played were kind of random. I just put my phone on random, and I got three R artists in a row. Yeah. So the first one is Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. Know Your Enemy. The second song was Rise Against, Prayer of the Refugee. And then the last song was Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Now, I've been having a lot of anxiety about the election that just happened. I was just and, going to say that. And, uh, and, and so I'm wondering, like, is this... What, what, this what is, is it. the universe telling me? No, right? you're watching a lot of... Uh, here's what's going on, John. Let me repeat your three songs here. you got uh, Know Your Enemy. Uh, uh, what's the second one? I can't read my own. It was uh, Prayer of the Refugee Pray- by yeah. Rise Again. Yeah, Know Your Enemy, Prayer of the Refugee, and Sympathy for the Devil. Yes. This is, uh, I've been getting a lot of emails at iTunespsychic at gmail.com from people all over the country that are suffering severe anxiety because of all the shenanigans going on in the White House and with the government right now. Uh, the government, the White House specifically, is lying to the people every day. And, and, and I do, and I have been watching a lot of news, and, and one of the things is I've been noticing, I, I haven't been sleeping well the last few months, and I've been trying to figure out why that might be. Yeah, well, it's because of this anxiety. That, that's what these songs are. I mean, you, yeah. you know your enemy. The it's last true. week. It is, it is really calling out, you know, like. Yes, the, the last week. A little bit clearer. The last week on the news uh, the, the, uh, with the uh, ban, the illegal ban. No, the, the White House is saying these are your enemies. Uh, yet these other people who actually have perpetrated crimes against the country they're not your enemies who that is makes sense. who is that the true sense. enemy here the person the people that are trying to uh, harm us from foreign shores or the person sitting in the white house who's fabricating lies and falsehoods every day so that's number one number two prayer for the refugees i mean that that that's a newspaper headline it's not a song that's true that's right true Prayer for the refugees. These people, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, uh, terrorism is horrible, and there are absolutely people outside this country trying to sneak into this country to cause problems. 
But the facts of how you get in and how you get a visa have nothing to do with this silly presidential order. It didn't do anything. What it does is it's, it's a big show. It's a show for the people that voted him into office saying, look, look, I'm writing, I'm signing, I'm doing something. It's not doing anything except pissing off everyone else in the world and making America look foolish. And more, important, and more importantly, telling the world that the ideals that our country was founded on 240 years ago don't matter anymore. Uh, uh, human rights and, and freedom and, and all men and women are equal regardless of their race, creed, color, religion, whatever. This is a mockery of that. And, and uh, these refugees, uh, the good ones, uh, should be prayed for. And the ones that are here to do us harm, throw in Gitmo. I don't care. They're, they're, they're not being true to them, true selves. And then sympathy for the devil. Sympathy now, for... I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to know if I want to give any sympathy to, the, to this guy. No, that, that's... And, and I think we all know who we're talking to. Yes, but the, the song Sympathy for the Devil... If you think about that song, if you have you ever seen the Rolling Stones live in concert? Uh, I unfortunately I have not. Okay, I've never been able to. They're fantastic, and this song. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. Is that not exactly how the president would describe himself? Does describe himself? He's he shits in a gold toilet. Yeah. He lives in a gold tower. He tells everyone that he has impeccable taste. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. The entire song is about hypnotizing people, not with scaring them that you're the devil, but hypnotizing them with the material, goods, wealth, things like that. You know what? I've never, I've never really thought about it. That's what it is. <clears throat> this is the most... We've been on five months, and Barry, this is by far the most political Whoa. thing that's ever come through. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I just I read a lot of news, and no, no, I you, just thought it was weird that these three songs came up all in a row. It's not weird. There are no coincidences. What, what, what the universe is telling you is, A, that it's good that you're paying attention. That's the prayer for the refugees. If you were not listening to the news at all, or worse, we're listening to Fox News, you would have no concept of what's going on in the world, and your sympathy and your compassion would not be engaged. So it's good that you are paying attention to a certain degree. Uh, All right. It, it's Sounds important good. that you know your enemy and the sympathy for the devil of what he's trying to do. But I think you need to pull back a little bit and maybe okay. listen to uh, music or go outside. You, you have a you have a, a, a you have a dog. I have two cats, and that's a, that's a hard thing. I, I work from home, so I I, I think I, it is right. I think I, I do need to try to. Disconnect a little bit more. Yeah, I'm yeah, seeing that you should spend time bit. with your pets. Uh, I'm seeing you outside walking with uh, with your pets or, or playing outside with your pets to relieve a little stress and to uh, not focus on the news so much because, uh, and, and again, this is not just you. It, if I could show you my in-basket on my emails, every other email is about what's going on. In yeah, I, th I think a lot of people are going through this. Yeah, and you know what? You need to be informed. Uh, you need to understand and you need to vote always. But uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, you have to be careful that it doesn't uh, ruin your, 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 your life. Okay. Uh, I, I'm okay. See, are, you, you are, are you single right now? Uh, no, I'm uh, happily married. Okay, all right. I'm seeing a very placid 
love life. Very good. And uh, I'm seeing a big, quiet lake. So that's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, so I think you need to, you know, focus on your partner and focus on your pets and unplug a little bit and, and, and try not to let this uh, uh, invade your dreams as it is doing now. Although, don't disengage completely because we cannot have sympathy for the devil. That's true. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome, John. Thank you so much for calling. All right. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. I cannot tell you how uh, how much material I've been getting over the past month, especially the last two weeks, from people sending me their song titles, and they're all pointing to all this uh, roiling, all this uh, noise and uh, anxiety coming out of Washington right now. People are very scared and uncertain of what's going on. And we're in a unique position here in America. We actually control the government, the people. And by our votes and our participation in democracy and civics, we, to an amazingly large extent still, control what happens in the government. And I think in the last uh, few years, perhaps, people have taken their eye off the ball and have let things get out of hand. And this is what's happening now is the ugly conclusion to not paying attention. Thomas Jefferson said the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. And we have not been vigilant as a people. And when you don't pay attention, this is the shit that you get. So we have a choice. We can not care and have things get far worse. Or we can be like John and pay attention and understand what's going on and then do something about it. Just sitting at home with your cats Watching the news and becoming scared is not the answer. The answer is to stay informed and then do something about it. Join a protest, join a group, send letters to your congressmen and your senators. Make your voice heard. Then all the anxiety pays off. So there you go. Lexi, welcome to the program. Thank you. We've been, it's been a, a, a weirdly political uh, beginning to the program here. So I've heard. Yeah, people are uh, people are uptight. You sound rather mellow, though. I feel very mellow right now. I'm drinking tea. That's perfect. Relaxing. Yeah. All right. Give me your last three songs. Let's see what's coming up for you. Okay. Do you want just the titles, or do I give you the titles and the authors? Uh, whatever you want. Okay, I'll give you the titles. So number one is Cannonball. Number two is Shitlist. And number three is the Staunton Lick. The what? The Staunton Lick. L-I-C-K. Staunton Lick? That's correct. And who's that by? That one is by Lemon Jelly. Staunton Lick by Lemon Jelly. Shitlist. Who did the shitlist? Shitlist was L7. L7. And Cannonball. That is the Breeders. Okay. And do you want a reading on your business uh, world or your personal world? My personal world, please. Okay. Uh, Cannonball, Shitlist, and Stanton Lick. I'm seeing uh, that you've just gone through a uh, 
tumultuous breakup with someone that you were with for some time? No. <laughs> Are you you're currently in a relationship right now? I am. And how long has this relationship been going on? I nine years. Oh, okay. Has there been something in your personal life that I'm I'm seeing? You know, yeah. when when people do a cannonball was accurate. There's been a disruption in your life. In your, yes, in your, I would. I wouldn't even say that if that's what you saw that it was an incorrect interpretation because it's been such a change that it's actually felt kind of like a breakup in a way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it, and and it's plunged you into a world of shit. <laughs> You're, you you are on the shit list right now, with how you feel. Good shit, but yes, there's a lot of shit. Okay. And this Stanton lick. <laughs> I don't know uh, what a Stanton is. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that something I should know? Um, the song is S-T-A-U-N-T-O-N. I think it's in reference to a specific kind of guitar strumming method. Oh, oh, uh, oh musical. Oh, a little. Okay, I got it. A figure. A musical figure. Okay, well, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. You've had this huge disruption in your life. You're not particularly happy or content or uh, feeling loved and secure right now. But there's this little earworm, this little lick, musical, little piece of music. It's not a full song yet. Not a full, complete song that satisfies. It's just a little piece of music. And what this is saying... I believe, is that this disruption in your relationship, while it's painful right now, if you communicate with your partner and deal with whatever happened, this little piece of music can grow and into a full, complete song with a beginning, middle, and a satisfying musical conclusion. Are you a musician at all? I'm a music lover. Okay. And you, you, you can hear in your ear the difference between songs in a major key and in a minor key. Do you know what that means? Yes. Okay. Songs in a major key are, because I'm happy. Da, 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 da. That's a major song. <laughs> Sad songs, depressing songs are in a minor key. And the, the notes are arranged in such a way so that it sounds and makes us feel... Dun, dun down and sad and depressed. And right now, you're at a crossroads here with this Stampton Lick. This little piece of music that this song title represents Mm -hmm. can either be a major, happy, uplifting song, or it can be a downward, depressing, uh, sad song. And you are completely in control of how this song ends up because you are going to write it along with your partner. I love that. That's great. Right? Yes. You are completely in control. And if you are true to the music, uh, and the music here is a metaphor for your heart or your soul or whatever, people have different words for it, but it's who you truly are, you know, your, your deepest, deepest soul. If you are true to that and be honest, what should happen is what will happen. And you will build that little, it's like, 
it's like uh, 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 there's been a huge earthquake, and there's one your whole house whole house uh, fell down, but there's one wall left standing, mm-hmm. right? And you can right. now you look at that wall, and you have two choices: you either rebuild the house around that wall, or you knock down that wall and you go somewhere else. Yeah, and it's up to you to decide which of those two alternatives is what you should do. And that's what these songs are telling you. That yes, you've had a cannonball dropped into your pool. You've had a major disruption. You're living in shit right now. You're on that list. You've heard the term, uh, the, the, the Hall and Oates song, Your Kiss is on my list? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not on that list right now. You're, you're on the shit list right now. But that's okay. That's okay. And you have the power with this lick, this musical lick, this little tiny shred... It's like having a piece of thread. You can either ball it up and throw it away, or you can spin it into a beautiful coat. And it's up to you how you proceed. And these songs are telling you to look to the music. Look to your soul and decide uh, what is best for you and what is true to your heart. And I, I, can't, I can't tell you that. I'm, all I'm seeing is uh, that I, I'm seeing a, a couch and I'm seeing uh, two people sitting and talking in front of a big window. Uh, oh, and, that sounds nice. And, and I think that's uh, what uh, maybe uh, you should do. And hopefully uh, that will lead you to either rebuild your house or move. I, I love that. I think you're right on. I think you're right on target with all that. <laughs> I think... Um, I think I'm right on target. You you affirmed everything, so thank you. Yeah, the the as I was t- saying to the caller before, John, what you're going to do, and what the right thing for you to do is, you already know it in your soul, in your heart, in your music, right? But either you're not aware of it yet because you haven't thought about it in the correct way, or you know what it is. But you don't want to do it. It's like you see a fat guy. He's 300 pounds. Uh, and, yeah, uh, he knows he's fat, but he's still fat. At some point, he has to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I don't want to be fat no more. And then take steps to change it. And then a year later, he's 180 pounds and looking good. Yeah. It's not that he, when he was fat, he didn't know that he was fat. Of course he knows he was fat. It's that he didn't want to focus on it. He didn't want to uh, understand. Didn't want to accept it. It was somebody else's problem. It's the glands. It's whatever. All the different excuses uh, people make uh, when they're in an unhappy situation. But the, the way to move forward to change, which is the essential element, the, the the universe is only about vibration, and vibration is change. It's energy. It's the movement of the ether. It's it's. When you're dead, everything stops. But the universe is constantly changing because it's always moving. And that's, that's, that, that energy is what you need to tap into and figure out uh, which way to go forward, if that makes any sense to you. It does, because I think that, I think that what I've really come to realize from, from this conversation and, and what I've been thinking a lot about lately is that the cannonball is the change for me. The change and the desire to tap into what my real 
and stuff like that are, um, was a bit of a cannonball. <laughs> and it brought on a storm that I am now <laughs> sorting out. Um, and I'm driven by this little tiny piece of music that is my true, true heart song that I'm writing, and hopefully I get to write that along with my partner. Yeah, and I'm I'm also sensing that uh, you were the one that dropped the cannonball. Yep. Yeah. You you did something that caused this major thing. I tend to do that. I tend to set things in motion. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily bad. You know. No, it is. It's just the way it is. <laughs> you know, uh, you see these huge wildfires that burn in the western part of the country and they're horrible and there's smoke and everything but you go back there a year later and there's all this green new foliage that's grown from the fertilized burnt carbon of the trees and things so good things quite often uh, can rise from the ashes of a horrible thing so if you've done something uh, I'm not going to say horrible but something uh, (laughs) that injured your world and put yourself on the shit list to be aware of it is great, and then to decide what to do about it is essential. So maybe you yeah. needed maybe you needed a cannonball instead of a slow, steady change, and and that's <laughs> that's uh, not a big deal. Most people are that way. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a good thing at the end of the day. You know. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, I hope that helps you. Give us a call in a month or so. And let us know how things turned out. I, 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 uh, I'm curious to see, uh, because all I can see is the two people on the couch talking. I can't, typically I can say, oh, in four months everything is going to be okay, but I can't see past that window. So I'm curious to hear how it turns out. Okay, I like that. Thank oh, you so much. Thanks for calling, Lexi. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. She dropped the cannonball, Barry. Yeah. I sensed that at the beginning, but I didn't want to offend or upset her. But you know what? Uh, People do what they're going to do. And uh, typically, unless they're complete fools, they don't do things for no reason. So if she was unhappy in her marriage or something wasn't working, uh, sometimes it takes a major breach to uh, fix it. That's all. So I wish her well. Brandon! Yeah. Welcome to Psychic Circus. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. We've had an unusually intense show today. Usually the shows are much more fun and uh, goofy, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> we flow with the vibration here on the show. Uh, what are your three songs? All right. First one's going to be uh, Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band, Against the Wind. The other one is going to be Beatles, Hey Jude. And this is going to get weird. It's uh, Wu-Tang Clan's Shame on an N-Word. On an N-Word. Okay. So we got Against the Wind, Hey Jude, Shame on an N-Word. Yes. Uh, And do you want this to be a personal reading or a uh, business reading? Uh, let's do business. I'm I'm just starting off on this new venture. And, you know, honestly, I just want to see if I'm pointing in the right direction. Uh, Against the Wind is your first song. So I'm sensing that this new venture is in 
response to what you did previously, where you felt like you were literally working against a giant immovable force and not getting anywhere. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's why I'm here. And you, 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 you were, you were, did you voluntarily leave the last job or did you get the boot? Uh, I, I left on my own accord. Yeah, yeah. you, you turned away and now you've got the wind at your back. Okay. You've changed, uh, what, what, uh, are you in the entertainment business in some way? Uh, yeah, somewhat, yes. But I'm, you're on the, you're, I'm seeing wires and metal and things, that you, uh, like you're on the technical, you're behind the camera technical thing, something. Uh, yeah, actually I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, all right. So you're, you're against the wind every day when you get on stage. Exactly. And what were you, when you were going against the wind, what were you before you were a stand-up comedian? I used to deliver sandwiches for, uh, uh, what, what is it, uh, one of the sandwich joints, I can't remember. Yeah, and for a creative person, doing that particular job uh, is going against every bone in your body, I would imagine. It just crushed me every single day. Yes, not that there's anything wrong with being a sandwich delivery person or a fireman or a garbage man or a person that works in an office. But if your job, if what you do every day isn't in harmony with your own personal vibration, it makes you miserable. Absolutely. So good for you for walking away from that crap and embracing the direction that you should be facing. Hey, Jude, you took a bad song and made it better. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's how I feel. Right, well, that's what you did. It's like they were singing. It's like I'm Jude. That's what I just said? Yeah. You were delivering sandwiches with jokes in your head and no one to entertain. And you said, enough of this crap. I'm going to go be a stand-up comedian and give it a shot. You took a sad song, delivering sandwiches all day long, sad song for you, and you're making it better. There you go. So let it on and let it in. Let in the laughter from the people. More Hey Jude. Right? Right. Absolutely. And then it's Shane... It's so weird. It's like you've known me my whole life. No, it's not me. The universe has known you oh. many lives. Oh. This is not your only life, Brandon. The universe understands your true being. And when you're doing something in this lifetime that goes against what you should be doing, what your true purpose is, the universe lets you know. And that's what you did. You You listened. A lot of the people uh, that I talk to every day, <clears throat> they don't listen. Uh, uh, Lexi, the, the woman that was just on the program before you, she was in a relationship that wasn't making her happy, and she blew it up with a cannonball. But until I explained to her what she had done, she didn't listen. She didn't understand what had happened. Right? So you were different. You knew you were on the shit list, and you did yeah. something about it, which yeah, is good. Lexi idiot no she's not an idiot it's people are, are fear is the problem people are afraid to make any changes because sometimes what they are know is better than the unknown right what they don't understand and what they don't know you are different you're bold and you're you're you are you're brave and that's good 
And I already love ramen. <laughs> exactly. You love ramen and mac and cheese, so you can live yeah. as a stand-up comedian for a yeah. long time. I'm good. Right. Uh, I, this third song, I'm having a hard time. Shame on an N-word. <coughs> uh, do you do uh, political, uh, social material uh, in your act? Uh, um, yeah, actually, I do. I really try and make a difference with that. You know, I, uh, I'm very liberal, and I definitely want to... Uh, I don't want to see people be taken advantage of by, the, by whoever we're in office, so I do a lot of political stuff, yeah. All right, well, so then maybe that is what the, that is. It's, it's a nod to, we started out against the wind, right? You, you were delivering sandwiches going against your true essence. You changed that. You became a comedian. Hey, Jude, you made a sad song and made it better, and now it's shame. You're shaming things. The N-word is, is a... Not only a bad word, but it's a bad thing. Right. You know, the subjugation of a people just because of the color of their skin is an awful black mark, no pun intended, on our country. And uh, right. you're shaming that in your work. So if, you're, if that, this is saying that you, uh, you made the right choice dropping the sandwiches and uh, you're, you're, you're doing what you should be doing. Yeah, it's like more like shame on an orange word, right? You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. We keep that at the ready just in case we need it. Uh, so I, I would say, yeah, Brandon, you're right on the nose. You, you, you're doing a great thing, and this is the universe basically patting you on the back. Oh, I feel great. The call before was slapping Lexi around a little bit. This is the universe saying, hey, good job, Brandon. Keep up Go the good the work. Flow, Go with the flow, Lexi. Jesus. Exactly. Thanks for calling, Brandon. I appreciate it. All right, bye bye. All right, bye bye. What a what a far you know we we pick a call of the week every week and we put that up on the the Facebook page, which is uh, iTunes Psychic, all one word, and we ask you to vote on it. And whoever gets the most votes on the particular week, we give them a trip to Cancun. And I I don't know who is going to be the call of the week this year, uh, this week. This is going to be a tough one. Uh, we got our last caller, Aaron. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Dr. Lars. First time caller, long time. Well, not really. Just a, I just recently started listening to you. That's okay. Appreciate we've, you. we've only been on five months, so that's that's a short time. I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. So, how does it work? I give you three songs, and you tell me about my future. Correct. You tell, me, happen. you tell me the last three songs that you randomly heard. And it's going to be kind of weird. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Have you been listening to the program? It's been weird all day. Yeah. All right. The Monkees, Last Train to Clarksville. Star Wars theme, and number three, Hall of Justice, the Super Friends theme. Wow. Okay. This is, this <laughs> you, is, you asked. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's There good. are other ones in there, but I'm trying to keep it clean. No, these are the last These are the last three that you heard? These are the last three I heard. And I would say the Monkees, the last three to Carksville was probably the last one. Okay, all right. And before that, it was Star Wars. And, and and a week ago was probably the Back to the Future soundtrack. Okay, uh, so we got the last train to Clarksville, the Star Wars uh -huh. theme, yeah, and the Hall of Justice theme. Could you hum a little bit of that for me? I'm not even familiar you know, with what that would be. Dun, 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 you know, like dun, 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 the Super Friends Hall of Justice, Aquaman, and that's Superman. in. It's a cartoon. I, I know what it is. It's it, that's in your rotation on your iTunes, or you heard it on TV. Yeah, Tom, I, I have a very weird iTunes rotation. Okay, so very weird. The, I need, go the, ahead. The first thing I'm going to tell you is uh, you're single. No, I'm married. Really? 
I don't spend much time with her. I'm downstairs. We sleep in separate beds, kind of like the Dick Van Dyke show. That's kind of like single, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I'm seeing. Is that you're, you're, you're maybe legally on paper married, but uh-huh. uh, you don't live your life <clears throat> as a couple. True or false? I would say that's true. Okay. And uh, this, uh, you've been, I'm seeing uh, three and six. You've been married, you haven't been married 36 years, obviously. You've been married six years or three years? I've been married, I'd say six years. Okay. Okay, well, what I'm seeing with these songs is that you're on the last train to Clarksville here. (laughs) And with the Star Wars. A long yeah. time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, you were happily married. Uh, you mean like my previous wife? <laughs> this one, when you first married. Oh, when I first married this one, I was in cloud nine. The, well, any time you start a relationship, you're in cloud nine, and then eventually it kind of fizzles out. And where is cloud nine? It's in space. Really? Right? High up in space. Yeah. So, yeah. a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, you were happy. And now, you're living in a court. You're living in the Hall of Justice. That's not a a honeymoon suite. That's not a a beach in Cancun where you're being plied with cocoa butter and Coronas. You're living in a giant Hall of Justice surrounded by superheroes that fix the unfixable. And I do live in the Castro in San Francisco, so that might help a little bit. I'm not talking physically. I'm talking emotionally and uh, metaphysically where you're living. Oh, okay. I'm seeing that the, this this marriage is... Uh, <laughs> you're on the last train to Clarksville. I mean, uh, it seems to me that if it's a relationship that you want to perpetuate, you need to make some changes. In, in which way? Myself, improving myself, trying to reach out to her, or which way, Doc? I think it starts with you. Mm-hmm. Because you said Hall of Justice, that connotes all these superheroes who uh, do the impossible, right? And right now yeah. you're feeling you've given up, quite frankly, on your marriage. You're living in separate beds. You live downstairs. She lives upstairs. It's like you've, you don't want to get divorced, but you've thrown in the towel. And you're, you're given up. It's an impossible task to fix. It would take a superhero, right? Yeah. Is that accurate, or, or am I overstating it? No, you're pretty, uh, you're pretty close on this, Doc. Okay. So the question is, can you become that superhero? Can you, begun, uh, can you begin this process of fixing this relationship? A, do you want to? And B, do you have the ability uh, to do it? I, I'm seeing that you do. You're not, you're still on the train. And if you listen to the words of that song, take the last train to Clarksville and I'll meet you at the station. It's a person waiting for the love of their life to arrive on a train or a plane or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Right now, you're, the love of your life is in a different bedroom. <laughs> 
and so what is what does Star Wars have to do with it? Well, that's the long time ago, far, far away. That's when oh, it happened, right? Yeah. And uh, right now, with the Clotsville, you're not even happily waiting for the train to arrive. You don't give a shit about the train. You're downstairs in your basement playing with your toys. So, if you want to be that superhero, then you need to be happy and smiling about the train arriving. And that will take some talking and communication uh, with your wife and talking to her as frankly as you're talking to me. Use these three songs. Sometimes, Doc, it's just it's really hard to talk to your wife, and sometimes you just want to be a, a lot stronger. I don't know. You just feel weak if you let a woman, you just start talking to them. Sometimes I just want her, I just put up a front sometimes, you might say. Okay, and what has it gotten you? You're living in the basement with the superheroes. Yeah. Is that how you want to live your life? Well, no, not, not exactly, no. Okay, well then, uh, people get what they deserve. Right now, you're being lazy and weak, and the results are not good. So if you want good results, if you want to be back in a galaxy far, far away a long time ago, if you want to be happy like that again, you've got to exert some strength, which is what superheroes do. They use their strength to change things that everyone thinks are impossible to change. And what you just told me is that, oh, I can't talk to her. I can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. You didn't use the word impossible. But that's what I'm hearing is that, oh, I've tried. It's too hard. I can't do it. So what you need to do, I think, what these songs are saying, two things. You have to decide what you want to do. And if what you want to do is to resuscitate this relationship, then man up and have the tough conversations. Sit her down and say, him or whoever, whoever you're with, sit them down and say, things are... We're on the last train to Clarksville. That's the best way I've ever heard to describe it. This is it. Now, we can either stay on the train together or we can go our separate ways. What do you want to do? And if you want to stay together, how can we do it so that we're both happy? What don't I do or provide you with uh, that you need and vice versa? Here's what I need that I'm not getting from you. And I think if you have the strength and the courage to have that conversation, the results will be positive. Does that ring true? Yeah, that does ring true. It's not easy. No, it's not. Won't be fun at first. But if you do it well and you do it right, the results could be positive, very positive. Yeah, you're right. And I don't know, it just seems difficult. It's easier to say stuff. It's hard to do things. You're right. That's why most people just say stuff and don't do stuff. And that's why so many people are miserable in this world. We talked to uh, <clears throat> who the last call. Brandon was working a miserable job for him. He's a stand-up comedian. He wants to be a performer. And he was delivering sandwiches during the day. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with working in the food service industry. You're giving nourishment and food to people who are hungry. That's a great job if you want to do it. But if you want to be on a stage entertaining an audience... Delivering sandwiches is living in hell. It's where you're living right now. So he changed it. 
he quit that job. He had the strength to do that. And he had the strength to go out and courage to do stand-up comedy. And he's the universe is saying, good job. You took a sad song and made it better. That was his other song, Hey Jude. So the universe understands what everybody needs. We've all had many lives <clears throat> before. And I'm seeing you've had several past lives, Aaron. And, and in your last life, uh, you were either a squirrel or a hamster. <laughs> I think it was a hamster because I'm seeing the wheel. You were a timid little creature on that hamster wheel. And that's what you did all day long. Ran, 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 ran. You got nowhere. And you were afraid of your own shadow. And you lived in fear. And I believe a lot of that is carried over into this particular life. And it's not uh, doing you any good. So you can stay that way or you can become a superhero yourself. I think that's what the Hall of Justice means. Is that the road to your salvation? To the the road to your salvation in this uh, marriage is to become a superhero. Yeah, to rise up and be like the people that you watch and read about in the comic books, and be heroic, and take a stand for something that matters to you, and change the world, make it spin backwards, spin it back all the way uh, to a galaxy far, far uh, away, and a long time ago when you were happy with this person. And see if this person has the same desire to go back to that area, to go back to that time when you were happy together. If they don't, then don't waste your time or energy. But if they're as sad and unhappy as you are and willing to work to change it, I think you got a shot. All right, Doc. Now, you sound sad and defeated. No, I'm not defeated. I just have a lot to think about, and then I got to go talk to her, and I got to sit down. Valentine's Day is like a few days ago away, and that, got a lot to it's think a, about. It's a completely f fabricated holiday. Don't worry about Valentine's Day. I understand that, but 89% of women expect something delivered to them at work. So if I deliver it, I mean, like, does he really mean anything if I have it delivered to her work? Uh, you know, I think the best thing you could deliver to her is you. Yeah. Try that. Deliver something from your heart before Valentine's Day on the 13th or the 12th. Surprise her. Make her happy, and that will begin the conversation that you need to make. Thanks so much for calling, Aaron. Thanks to all of our callers. Aaron, give me a call in a couple of weeks. Let me know how it turned out. You've Thank been, you. You're very welcome. You've been listening to Psychic Circus. I am your host, Dr. Lars Dingman. You can reach me on Twitter and Facebook at iTunes Psychic, and I'll see you in the future. And I must see you again.